Today on CityCast Boise, it's 2022 and we finally have a vegan restaurant, with another one on the way. But still, it can be hard to find plant-based options in town unless you know where to look. That's where food writer Lex Nelson comes in. She's telling us how to fill our plate with the best vegan pizza, burgers, and she makes a claim for Boise's best breakfast burrito. It's Thursday, August 18th. I'm Frankie Barnhill, and this is CityCast Boise. Lex, uh, thanks so much for coming back on the podcast. I'm really interested and excited to talk to you about this. I should say I am not vegan, but I do like to eat vegan food on occasion. Um, but I think maybe part of that is that there isn't a lot of vegan options in Boise. However, you have counterpoints to share. So <laughs> definitely, <laughs> yeah. Tell me what, what's what's up with the the vegan scene in Boise generally right now. I think it's really been ramping up in Boise, especially in the last five years that I've been doing more vegan reporting. Um, we got our first 100% plant based restaurant. We have another one coming soon. It seems like everywhere you turn, there's at least one vegan option and even more restaurants lately adding entire vegetarian and vegan menus. So I think a lot of people who maybe like your situation, it sounds like, tried to go vegan or vegetarian years ago, realized it was too hard. If they came back to it now, they might find a totally different food scene. Yeah. And that's, gosh, I don't want to be too contrarian, but I will be a little bit in that. I guess I'm still kind of shocked to hear that we only have one brick and mortar restaurant that's 100% plant-based, uh, 100% vegan options. That's the High Note Cafe, which you wrote about in the piece that we'll link to um, for the Project Fair blog. Um, and that's in downtown. It's 2022, Lex. Why are we so behind? <laughs> What's going on? Oh, man, that's a great question. You know, when people ask me, I've found myself and by talking to other reporters that Boise just seems to be, even though we're a pretty big city, a little slow on picking up on trends. Uh, we're just slowly yeah. catching up to the wave. But I think as more and more people move here from bigger cities, now that the um, working remote and flexibility is more of a thing, we'll begin to see them bringing their food preferences and expectations here with them for sure. Okay. Okay. So maybe more on the horizon. You did actually mention in your piece, one other restaurant besides High Note uh, that is hoping to open as a, a brick and mortar, a, an actual storefront. Um, tell us about that one and, and what that might look like and, and when it might open. Yeah, so that's a really exciting development for people who are vegan or vegetarian. Um, that's a restaurant that's going to be called Frondescence, and it's going to be owned, co-owned um, by the same folks who owned the Void food truck, which vegan and vegetarian listeners might be familiar with. They had more vegan fast food options, things like what you'd think of as a Chick-fil-A fried chicken sandwich, but a vegan version, things like that. Um, and that was a totally plant-based food truck. It's temporarily closed right now but it's closed so that this father-son team can focus on the restaurant. So spoke to them, um, and that is in the works. They don't have a concrete opening date for it yet, um, but they're hoping uh, to have it up here, you know, relatively soon. So definitely exciting. And I've been following them, uh, following The Void on Instagram, and they're posting a little behind the scenes of the restaurant on their stories there. So anyone who's excited about it can follow them for sure. 
And in your piece, you you spoke with uh, the co-owner, and he kind of alluded to a little bit of the uh, meat and potatoes vibes in in Boise and in Idaho in general, Mm -hmm. and how uh, challenging it might be to get people who are non-vegans to be interested in eating vegan food. I mean, not to make just an insanely horrible pun here, but is this a chicken and the egg situation where literally it's either that we're, you know, need more vegan eaters to drive up the demand, or do we need more vegan options to make people feel like it's possible to eat that way here? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's a chicken and the egg or if it's just a little bit of both. I think that the more people who are non-vegan see vegan entrees and appetizers being normalized on restaurant menus, the more they see the word vegan, the more it'll feel approachable and normal and the more restaurants won't hesitate so much to offer it. Um, I think Idaho is in a unique spot culturally just because like you said, and uh, as Justin referenced, we are such a meat and potato state. Um, That's just kind of in our state DNA. Those are the things that we're good at producing here. So it's a little bit tougher. Um, to make that transition, I think, culturally. But we do also grow fantastic vegetables here. So I think it definitely uh, could be on the horizon. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, let's talk a little bit about High Note. Um, You already mentioned that. But, you know, they, remind me, they closed and then they they announced that they were going to reopen, but they would reopen as an all-vegan spot. So tell us a little bit about the, the reopening and then also what should we eat there when we when we go check it out? What do you like to get? Yeah, so this transition happened actually several years ago. And from what I recall and remember, uh, this was really revealed on the restaurant's Facebook page in real time at the time. Everyone was following it. Um, but the owner of High Note had kind of a um, revelation about the ethical treatment of animals. From what I recall, that seems to be what drove that transition. But readers can fact check me, scroll back through the Facebook page. Sure. She put out quite a few statements at the time about that. But yeah, closed down used to be kind of your typical Idaho brunch um, lunch spot and reopened as a 100% plant-based. They actually don't have, I believe it says on their website, even a freezer in there or a microwave. Um, It's completely fresh food. So really taking Hmm. plant-based even farther. Uh, What I like to get there, and actually I just tried this after years and years of people telling me to eat it, is their breakfast burrito. Um, It's kind of locally famous, at least among my circle, um, and it is just a giant, giant burrito. Like it has, yeah, scrambled tofu, red potatoes, spiced black bean puree, pico, salsa, cilantro, cream sauce, avocado. There's so much stuff in there. And what I found really impressive was that the burrito um, had great structural integrity, right? So it had been, (laughs) I believe, um, probably pan fried, my guess, to seal that tortilla. Mm. But there was so much in there and you could bite into it and it wouldn't make a mess. Um, so oh. that was so impressive to me. Holds as up far to as, scrutiny, it sounds yeah, like. <laughs> definitely. Um, it was still a challenge to eat it all because it was so big, but uh, I was figuring with a burrito that large, you usually are covered in burrito stuffing by the end of the meal and I actually wasn't. So I was pretty impressed by that. Okay. Okay. Um, I do love a breakfast burrito and I have opinions about what my favorite is and it is not a vegan one, but now I'm curious. I'm, I might need to try that. Otherwise, though, it kind of does feel like a little bit of a scavenger hunt. Like you put this great guide together because you really, you go to non-vegan restaurants or or, or locations um, and they'll have vegan options on the menu, but you just need to know where to look, where to go, 
Um, what what are some of the options that you think though that are really stand out uh, at, at the non-vegan restaurants? Definitely. So as you referenced, the majority of the restaurants in the guide are restaurants that also serve animal products. Um, and they also, I've included vegan and vegetarian. All the options I included did have vegan options, but some of them had even more vegetarian options as well. Um, a couple mm-hmm. that I think readers might find surprising were Americana Pizza um, is a pizza joint downtown. I believe it's between 15th and 16th. Street kind of by Rhodes Skate Park there. And they have just a plethora of vegan options on their menu. Um, You can choose between a red sauce vegan base or a white sauce base. They have vegan toppings, not just vegetables like you'd get at most pizza places, but they also had a plant-based sausage, a plant-based pepperoni, and a plant-based chorizo. Um, And I've had several vegan people. I recently went to a vegan dinner and kind of informally polled the attendees there. And that was one, uh, one restaurant that came up as and oh my gosh, when I found out that this place had so many vegan options, I could not believe. Um, so that one for sure. And then Big Bun Drive-In, I think is another one that is mm. just has a surprisingly substantial vegan menu for a restaurant that's a 1950s classic burger joint, right? It's the last place you'd expect to find a extensive vegan or vegetarian sure. menu. Uh, but yeah, you go online. If you've never been to Big Bun's website, scroll down and at the bottom of the menu, there's an entire vegan menu there. So you can get an impossible burger, vegan grilled cheese. They even do fries in a separate vegan fryer. Like they are really going all in on it and they have a whole range of plant-based desserts too. So that's really cool to see. And really, I think unexpected for a classic burger joint. Oh, totally unexpected. Uh, I have been there, but I did not realize they had vegan options. Now I need to pay attention to that part of the menu, I guess. Um, And you know, right. Great recommendations. Everybody's got to have pizza. Everybody's got to have a burger place. So Mm -hmm. those are good ones. Um, Tell me about, okay, so you spoke with some people who are vegan who said this is this is these we've got the inside scoop um was this at the that under the table um supper club that was a vegan specific one that you you mentioned it was, yep. It was uh, just recently on July 31st under the table Boise, which is a, a separate club that's not normally vegan, but they're starting to add a vegan dinner once or twice a year. Um, they had a vegan dinner. I believe there were 20 people who attended that dinner. We went around and we're talking about our dietary preferences. And I asked about people's favorite restaurants to eat vegan food and got some really great recommendations from people there. Okay. So what did you have at this under the table dinner? What was What was being served? Oh my gosh, there were so many different courses. There was a cumin spiced mushroom. There was kind of a take on a cucumber sandwich type thing as the appetizer. Uh, Probably my favorite though was a course that they called Entice. And this was kind of what would stand in for the main entree. Um, And it was shaped like a tower, which was wild to see it come out Hmm. of the kitchen. So on the bottom of the tower, there was a cube of slow cooked potato that had been cooked for a very long time. I believe it was a sous vide potato, if I remember right. So they had really cooked it for quite a while and it had really absorbed some great flavors. Then there was a chimichurri on top of that and then smoked... chimichurri. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then smoked uh, tempeh, I believe is how you Mm -hmm. pronounce that. Um, And then on top of that was a grilled pearl onion and then 
they took a cocktail pick and they skewered that whole tower together um, and served it with a, a little stuffed pepper. And oh, it was so good. That was probably oh my, my favorite just because it was amazingly savory and smoky. And you would hmm. never guess that you were eating something that was vegan when you were eating it. Yeah, that smoky flavor in particular, that's not one you necessarily associate with uh, plant-based plant-based food. That sounds absolutely amazing. What about vegan desserts? Where can people go for that? Uh, Big Bun, like I mentioned, has a whole dessert menu. Uh, another really great place is The Still. Um, they have, if you go on their website or go in, really clearly marked which flavors are vegan, which is really great. They've got everything from Cookies with Grandma, which is a coconut cookie dough. A lot of their uh, vegan ice creams tend to have that coconut milk base. They've also got the float season, which is blackberry and dark salted chocolate. Um, and last time I was there, I had a fantastic wine infused berry sorbet um, that was vegan. A sorbet is vegan as well, obviously, but there's no milk in a sorbet typically, but it's still a great vegan option. They usually have quite a few things on the menu there that rotate. And Stella's ice cream has some great vegan options as well. Um, even Guru Donuts too is pretty good about marking their vegan choices and letting you know which um, donuts are plant-based and which ones aren't too. Lex, thank you. Uh, once again, you've made me hungry. Um, <laughs> I'm ready to go try some of these vegan options and we'll link to your full guide in our show notes so people can uh, check out your other recommendations. There's a lot, a lot more that we didn't, we didn't touch on in there. Fantastic. Well, thanks for having me. I'm always happy to talk about food. And before you head out, I went to Target the other night and the place was wiped out. Perhaps the best way of knowing that college students are back in town and K-12 kids are back in classrooms. Shout out to all the teachers, students, and support staff. It's another pandemic year, but with fewer restrictions than ever, hope y'all can stay safe and healthy. How are you feeling about going back to school? Leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. Here's our phone number, 208 208- Five four six nine four eight five. Thanks for listening to CityCast Boise. The show is produced by Evelyn Avitia and Jennifer Jarrett, and we got tons of help from Lizzie Goldsmith this week. Our newsletter writer is Blake Hunter, and I'm Frankie Barnhill, host and lead producer of the show. Our music is by All the Kimonos and local band Up Is The Down Is The, who has a new album out, by the way. We'll link to it in the show notes. Until next time, stay cool, Boise. Boise.